From the American College of Financial Services, it's time for NextGen in 10. I'm Ross Riskin, chair of the NextGen Advisory Task Force, and for the next 10 minutes, you'll be joined by our hosts and guests discussing topics relevant to up-and-coming financial advisors. Hey, NextGen Advisors, it's Alana Phillips with the American College NextGen Advisory Task Force. And I'm here today with Charlie Rocco, Managing Partner of Monaco Advisors. Thanks for being here with us, Charlie. Thanks for having me, Alana. Very excited. I am so thrilled you could make time for us with everything that you're working on right now. In previous conversations, you've talked about you got married this year, you bought a home, there's a global pandemic, you're dealing with your clients market volatility, the whole thing. But something I think you've done really well is make sure that you focus on the digital. So talk to me about these digital tools, our virtual world and your engagement with clients. What's here to stay, Charlie, even beyond COVID and the pandemic? I think that a lot of the interaction, the digital interaction we have, whether it be through Zoom or Google Meet or any of these services, I think it'll be here for longer than the pandemic. You know, and where we live in Fairfield County, Connecticut, traffic just to get two towns away can be over an hour, right? So instead of asking our top clients to come sit in traffic for 90 minutes to come talk about their financial plan, I think doing it over Zoom for a lot of them has been a beneficial step. So I I think that's definitely here to stay, that, that convenience factor. And I also think the content we've been putting together. You know, we've been delivering a lot more advice to our clients digitally. We've put out a lot of video content, and I think that's been very well received. I think that's excellent. And I know there are a lot of folks that have taken this time to think about their video or virtual content, but advisors are sort of afraid of it. It is a scary step in a world where we're used to meeting with folks in person. So you have talked so much about how consistency has been important for you and your team. How has that played into your digital presence and that content that you've created? And how do you stay consistent? So it's funny. We say internally that consistency breeds success, right? Because if you're consistent, then you know where the missteps are and you can go back and fix them. But one of the the best things that we've done, and this goes back before the, the pandemic in 2020, is we have an advisory council, we call it, but it's a group of our clients generally between eight and 12 and it's clients and business owners in the community. And we, you know, buy them lunch and then we make them answer a bunch of questions about what is Monaco advisors, right? What does it mean to you? How would you like us to communicate with you? What do you think about our content now? And the feedback we get from them is really invaluable. And the biggest piece has been consistent, clear communication, right? They want communication to come out at the same time of day every week right? They would like us to take all of our thoughts and kind of put it in a nice, concise piece for them that's digestible and relevant. So I think that feedback has translated into this weekly wealth of knowledge that we put together, which is just a weekly newsletter. It highlights three pieces of content that either we produce or we curate because we think it's relevant to our clients. And we have a nice little video lead in. So that's so interesting. You ask your clients what they want. What a novel idea here. The the people who you're serving, let's understand how do they want to get information. So major kudos to that. And then the second point there of the consistency, right? Advisors 
all the time are telling me, you know, I put this one post up on LinkedIn or this one post up on Facebook and nobody liked it. Nobody commented on it. And it's like, well, you have to set that precedent, right? That it's coming out every week. Here's what you can expect. We are creatures of habit, especially in all this uncertainty. I would love to know I'm going to get this video from Charlie every Wednesday about a, a topic that's important to me. So Advisors are also afraid of content creation though, Charlie. So you're really brave. What are some ideas that you have for them of what they can put out in terms of content to get started? You know, the, the easiest way for us has been to just take what we do on a daily basis and then, you know, reproduce that for the masses. So I think every advisor that's listening to this, you know, they're meeting with clients all day and they're facing different planning situations that they may find would be helpful to their other clients. And so, you know, obviously not wanting to share any names or, or personal details, but being able to replicate those situations in the digital media format for their other clients is where we start, right? So I had a great conversation with a client who was buying a home and, you know, his experience in the market right now, you know, Connecticut, because we're a suburb of New York City, has seen like an incredible housing boom, right? Everybody's trying to get out of the city and move into the suburbs and navigating the mortgage market. And, and his experience was really easy to translate into a piece of digital content to talk about, you know, not only how the housing market is going in Connecticut, but how are ways our clients can position themselves to take advantage of that and what ducks do they need to have in a row to be able to buy a house? Are you ready to deliver comprehensive financial planning for your clients, no matter what walk of life they come from or how unique their needs are? Well, get ready to enhance your skill sets with our chartered financial consultant designation and learn more at theamericancollege.edu slash chfc. I create quite a bit of content on LinkedIn and my content creation antennas are always up throughout the day, right? What can I take a picture of? How do I turn my coffee mug in the morning into something about our industry? So it sounds like your antennas are up. How did you train yourself to do that though? Because you have to be, you know, again, sort of antennas up all day long to do that. Yeah. You know, I think most planners sort of naturally have their antenna up because I think a lot of our experience is what makes us better planners the longer we're in the business, right? We can remember the client from four years ago that had a similar problem to this client that we're meeting with now or a similar situation and the solution is similar. So it's really just taking that same sort of wealth of knowledge or that same sort of experiential factor that we bring into the client meeting on a, a week in, week out basis and just writing it down, right? It's almost like a case study in what you've seen in the past and what you're doing today. And then by writing it or putting it into a video or whatever medium of content it is, you can get it in front of all of your clients, right? And, and that's, I think, really the content that's, that's really special is one that will resonate with everyone. I would agree with that. I, I know I get a lot of pushback though, because there's a lot of these ideas, right? You know, advisors can do a video bio of their team, right? And put that content out. They can do exactly what you're describing, a case study of a client that they work with that is probably similar to some of their other clients, right? That's what you had with clients going through college planning and other clients probably need that information too. So what is your stance on canned content versus created content from you? 
That's a great question. For me, like everything else in, in life, right, moderation is key. There's no such thing as black and white, I guess. So the canned content is what we use or, or curated content, I guess, we do use, whether it's produced by sort of our, our custodian or broker dealer or another investment company. You know, if it's relevant to our clients, we'll give it to them. And then the created content, the original thought, that's really where we can talk more about the specifics of our client situations and our experience, right? I think there's probably many better people who can write about sort of the ins and outs of the S&P 500 and market analysis than myself. So I don't pretend to be the expert. And that's when we'll go find a piece that an expert uses. But if it's the intricacies of, you know, spending your money in retirement and which, which account should you spend first and, you know, sequence of returns, like I, I am an expert there, right? And that's when I'll go sort of utilize my own expertise to create good content. So it's always a balance, but it's kind of about trying to find what's best for our client. Sure. Yeah. I caught on to something you said there about how there are many better people or experts in some of these topics, but I'm inclined to believe and curious to hear what you think about this, that your clients, it's not really about you being the best person in the world on any given topic, that it really is more about you and your authentic sort of connection to them. So as you're creating content What's the philosophy about that from your perspective? You know, someone much wiser than me said it's all about connection, not perfection. And I think that ability to connect with your clients is really why we produce the content. Even the videos that we do, you're putting yourself out there, right? I think we don't have a professional studio. We, we film it mostly on our own computers or our phones in the office, Everybody in the office, none of us have film training. You know, I don't think anybody's going to win an Emmy or an Academy Award, but it gives us an opportunity to connect with our clients, to speak to them about what's important to us, what's going on at our firm. And I think that resonates with them, right? And our practice is really community-based, right? We feel that all of our clients are part of our community. And as members of that community, they, they kind of care about that stuff, right? Like we mentioned earlier that I got married this year and bought a home and we posted some of that stuff on social media. I think that got more traction than any market outlook we've ever posted. You know, same with all those human element pieces. When people volunteer, we take photos and post it. And that's the stuff that really humanizes us to our clients, right? We're, we're just not your financial advisors who sit behind eight monitors all day, right? We're real people. And we take that experience in life to your financial plan as well. It's, it's more than the numbers. Interested in becoming a CFP and learning about practical planning techniques to use right away with your clients? Well, the American College has the answer. Learn more about our cutting-edge CFP education program at theamericancollege.edu slash CFP. Okay, Charlie, but before we get any further in this digital content creation, how much time is this taking you? Because I know advisors are thinking about that right now. That's a great question. I mean, the time it takes up front, it was a lot, right? We really, as a firm, had to make a commitment to this and put together a, a system and a process. But once we did that, the time it takes now is not that significant, right? We have the recording area ready to go. We have a template for all these weekly emails. So we can kind of just go in, drop in our content, and then get back to our day. 
I love it. I think processes are my love language, Charlie. So excellent answer. <laughs> You've mentioned consistency, right? Is, is sort of the foundation of this. They have to know what's coming, when it's coming, and just ask your clients, they'll tell you. And in terms of your ability to create content or curate content, it really is about having your antennas up. What do your clients need? And if one client needs it, probably the others need it too. And then that last piece that you said, Charlie, connection, not perfection. You're right. That's the reason that your clients work with you. So it sounds like you've received some positive feedback on that connection and not perfection. Yes, we get a lot of positive feedback from our clients. It's funny, our biggest, and this is embarrassing, but she'll be pumped to hear it. Our biggest social media supporter is my mother. And so actually a lot of the of the expanse of our network or the additional views and reach that we get is because she has so many friends on Facebook and they all they all like and follow Monaco Advisor. So our feedback is really great on that human element. Yeah. Shout out to moms everywhere. We need you to amplify <laughs> our, our reach in social media. Well, Charlie, I think this was all so good in terms of advice for our next gen folks. So thanks for being willing to share. Thanks, Charlie's mom, for sharing this episode in advance. And thanks for being with us today, Charlie. She's going to be very excited to share this episode. Thank you very much, Alana. <laughs> for more episodes, visit our website at theamericancollege.edu slash podcasts. This has been NextGen in 10, brought to you by the American College of Financial Services.